All right, we are live. So, hey, this is Alexander. I'm Charlie. Nice to see you. Uh, Alexander here runs an agency, been in the Facebook Ads MBA program. Uh, has We've been chopping up, doing pretty well. Uh, I, I won't even do, try to get a sales pitch, man. Tell me about yourself. What, what are you doing? Where did you come from? And how are things going for you? Yeah, uh, doing great, Charlie. Uh, just to let everyone know, I guess, the background. So I got into media like right out of graduation. I got landed my first gig at Vayner Media. Learned more there than I did all four years of marketing in college, right? Access to top Google reps, access to the Snap reps, access to the Facebook reps. A lot of fun. Getting a ton of beta trials that we got to roll out, some fun stuff. But as a young man in New York City paying Manhattan rent, that stuff's expensive. So got hit up by another boutique agency that didn't have a digital or social department. And they basically recruited me to come in and basically run that whole department for them. 24, big ego, young child, right? Right out of graduation. Decided I'd leave that whole agency resources incubator and go run shop at this boutique agency. Now, while I was there, I got so ingrained on actually building the team, running everything from organic and paid that my paid media knowledge stagnated. And if we know anything about the landscape, there's some paradigm shifts that happen. Every so cyclical, they're, they're occurring. Um, and what I realized was, all right, now I got to sort of educate myself. I'm out of that ecosystem. Let's go online and find the resources. And one resource was Facebook reps, which are really just sales reps pushing you on a through play campaign to let her retarget them. And then it was Facebook ad world, Facebook ad hacks, where there was just a lot of garbage information being thrown out. And I couldn't sift what was true from what was false. And I just felt lost. Like I'm on this island at this agency and lost. Fast forward, COVID hits. I then take another big step in my career and I actually decide to launch my own agency. Started freelance, built that book of business up, now an agency. And I realized, all right, I gotta keep finding more thought leaders to follow. Came across your Twitter, eventually your Instagram reels, saw all the value you were putting out, straight facts, straight fire. No ebook download, email exchange required, no credit card required, right? Yeah. And I was like, Charlie's genuinely actually helping the world because he wants everyone to succeed. Um, when that happened, I don't even think we spoke for more than five minutes. It was like, hi, how are you? I already know you. Mazel tov on your wedding. Your suit looked great. Um, <laughs> and I was ready to buy. And I could say that. What were we in like eight weeks, seven weeks, so nine weeks almost? Yeah, we're, we're, we're entering the ninth week right now. Yeah, so I got to say, like, from the get-go, just a mind shift, a mind shift, a mindset shift change happened where it was, all right, from feeling confident to feeling lost to, all right, I need to gain my confidence back. Not only does your program help with the educational knowledge of refreshing, getting back to the basics of trusting the platform, but also the mindset of how many changes do you need to do a day? You don't need to overthink it. Let the machine work for you. Gain the confidence in the system that Zuckerberg and his team has built, which is an incredible machine, and stop trying to put your ego into the machine and your assumptions that are only going to backfire you. So getting that confidence back into the platform, you know, learning from you directly and the value of the, of the whole right student body, I guess we'd call ourselves. Sure, yeah. Uh, it's an open community where now, you know, if I had issues, I wouldn't have thought even twice about posting it in the Facebook ads world because one, it wasn't going to give me value. And two, it was just going to give me bad advice. So I would never even ask for help there because 
seeing other people ask and getting bad advice. And I would try to jump in and help them out. Like, Hey, I don't think this is good advice. I don't have advice, but this doesn't sound good. Right. So now we got a Slack channel. We got a Facebook group. We got DMS with some other students where we're literally passing back and forth. And it's not only paid media stuff. We're talking about, you know, how do we use this discount code and share it with each other so that we're all getting free three UGC videos. We're all talking about Clavio. It's really a group of entrepreneurs that have a mindset that are one, willing to dominate and, and succeed in the Facebook ad world, but two, understand the ecosystem of digital marketing and that there's other levers at your disposal. And whether we know how to do it directly ourselves or finding the solution that will partner with us to get that done, uh, it's, I, I, I didn't trademark this, you trademark this, right? Which is less stress, more success. Like that's what I could say the last nine weeks have been. And from January, you know, I got past the 5K monthly recurring revenue threshold. I, I got myself over the 10K hump, but since I partnered with Charlie and his course and having him as a resource and everyone else, I can humbly say I'm now over 30K in monthly recurring revenue. <laughs> yeah, not a, not a bad return by week four when you landed a couple like five figure deals. Like, yeah, yeah. ROI was like more instant than college. <laughs> Yeah, that was great. Like, I remember you telling me like, you're like, all right, all right. I've been taking this documentation. I'm just shopping around. Like I've got a system and a process to work. And I ask people crazy numbers and they're like, okay. Yeah. I mean, one, it's understanding the environment's one thing. And another thing is what you really preach hard is like document everything. Mm -hmm. right? If you don't document, you're lost. You're not yeah. going to know what move happened, what move you should make in two weeks. So one, the documentation just allows me the confidence in knowing the decisions I'm making make sense and they're on paper. So if we ever need to go back to them, they're there. But two, it's understanding the larger ecosystem, right? Mm -hmm. It's not just what's your CPA on Facebook, right. or what's your CAC on Facebook, or what's your ROAS on Facebook? What's your blended cost to acquire somebody? And what's your blended return on investment on your ad spend? So understanding that and really being able to be a partner to my clients in a sense of I'm not just the media guy, right? And we, and we talk shop about this too. Like my branding at my agency is I'm the president and founder, but I'm really the chief problem solver for our clients. Mm -hmm. We don't just solve your paid ads issue. It's we'll help you get your Facebook ad account simplified, healthy, and looking great for you. But two, it's how do we increase the business model? Like mm -hmm. how do we make it better for you? Understanding that if we can get the sale, on Facebook, and maybe it's three times what the client expects it to want to be, but understand that we could have an email sequence or an SMS sequence. The lifetime value is going to be six purchases a year. We'll take the loss on the first one because the, oh, the yeah. client and, and customers already have the confidence that they know that their customer retention rate is X or their returning customer rate is Y. So it's much easier to understand the, the, the conversation, the dialogue with these business owners when we get to wear the hat as, hey, we're a business owner and understand your pain points, mm -hmm. as opposed to, I'm just a media buyer, great that you have this issue, not my problem, your problem, right? Yeah. So understanding that life's about finding solutions. I, I love that. And, and man, I can't tell you how many agencies I got heat with some very nice people on Twitter, lovely individuals. And I was like, hey, you realize you're teaching everybody, you're, you're instructing your, your, your clients to like run a discount to make a bunch of sales on Black Friday. 
but they're not going to be able to fill their orders. And the response is like, is shipping our problem? And I was like, no, but when your client can't advertise on Facebook because you tanked their ability to have a positive relationship and they're not your client anymore because they're not in business anymore, that sure as hell is your problem. Like you need to have positive relationships with individuals in this business. And a media buyer's number one job is make things stable enough to do business development, understand your lane. And like the best Facebook media buyers are basically good folks at data and strategy that primarily focus on business model development. Like how do we stabilize the Facebook ecosystem by bringing in a whole bunch of customers that all look and feel the same so that we can then do the post click journey. And Hey, look, instead of trying to sell 10 different things and having 10 different email flows and all these other things that we may or not be right. Why don't we get one thing or two things? And then we can 10 X the value of that customer because our confidence level in our testing is so much better. Like, what does that do? It lowers your blended CPA, which means you can spend more money on Facebook. Like I, I brought a brand personally, they were running at two and a half X at 8K a day. We got to 30 to 50K a day because we ran Facebook at a 0.8 and they went from 8 million to 95 million in two years yeah. because we started caring about something other than me, the Facebook media buyer, trying to make myself look good. Right. And now you see so many people struggling because the lie of 28 day attribution and delayed attribution and getting these inflated numbers to make Facebook look good just gone. So you have all these people struggling to be like, well, Facebook doesn't work anymore. It's like you're just being held accountable to the yardstick that the rest of us held ourselves accountable to years ago because having integrity and building businesses was our goal, not trying to look good and put, as you put it, our ego first. Right. I love, love that, that, man. That's, that's spot on, right? Like to me, right? I had I had a little bit of a challenge. Like, well, I'm used to seven day. Like, why should I go to one day? And it's just sometimes you need that old uncle slap in the face that just tells you, hey, here's common sense slapping you. If someone doesn't take an action within a day of seeing your ad, why are you taking credit for that? It's it's you didn't drive the action. Maybe yeah. you stay top of mind. You maybe help influence when they next saw the organic, but that's not really your credit. So yeah understanding how this entire ecosystem truly works. Yeah. And if you get better at getting those sales on day one, what do you think happens to the rest of the people? They get better too. Cause you're driving a higher volume of higher quality customer. Like why not make it difficult on yourself and then win? you're going to have the same amount of problems, you're going to have the same scope of issues, but if you make it harder on yourself by being more honest with your client, when you win, it's going to be worth so much more to both people. It just, it stuns me. I, I, I'm, I wish I, I will say this. I wish I could say it stunned me how difficult that is for people to adopt. But the honest truth is I think there's so much fear in the space and misunderstandings and, and, and not to be as a derogatory term, but ignorance around what we're supposed to be doing that people don't want to, they, I think people legitimately don't even know they're being illegitimate with folks. Yeah. I, I have buddies over that. They're still, they're still in Manhattan. They're still in the New York city agency scene. Right. And I'm talking to them, like sharing my learnings, my insights. And it just amazes me that we all used to kind of joke about it when we were in the city, like talking about our clients at the bar and, you know, everyone loves to throw the AB testing buzzword out there. Sure, but it's not—it's not even real A/B testing. What what everyone's doing in in the, in the in the landscape, except unless you took Charlie's course, then you're doing it the right way. Yes. But the amount of people that are A/B testing 
but they have two different variables in the ad or three different variables and they're, they're A-B testing the, the call to action button. That's not a real A-B test. The ability yeah. to truly, right, is literally at the core, I think, of your teachings, which is understanding your customer, having concepts that are sales pitches for them, and then determining the branded estimated action rate, right? Because there's so many times where you have good people with good intentions, like, hey, I test, but they'll go right into dynamic creative testing without taking that step earlier. Mm -hmm. of, well, let's figure out what's the concepts that are worth testing at this point. Um, so it's truly having that understanding and a testing methodology and a measurement methodology that not only is easy for us to understand, but I think the challenge with any digital marketer in today's environment, because it's a hot, sexy, in-demand job, in-demand service, in-demand role is being able to translate that to a non-tech savvy business owner, Yeah. right? Where if you lay the foundation of, hey, we're going to test early and then we're going to move into prospecting and then we're going to move into some remarketing and then we're going to move into some strategic testing. If the baseline isn't given to them on, hey, this is how we're going to measure success. And hey, we're not willing to get to the next step until that data is a sample size that's qualified enough for us to make a decision. Not because, hey, we tested for seven days. No scientists just test for seven days because it's seven days. Yeah. Based off the sample size of the data. So it's having these steps not only in our heads for years, but putting them properly in a documentation format that is easily transferable to a business owner who might be a millennial, might be Gen Y, or might be a boomer and has no idea what's going on, but they can understand a methodology. And yeah. Once you get someone on board with that, you're, you're the captain of the ship with the map and compass. Yeah. So really guiding that for them and they got the trust. I love it. You know, when you put it great and like when I'm talking with folks and especially kind of the stuff that we went through, not only just in the class, but a lot of our one-on-ones also about the structure of these conversations. It's like, there's so many agencies that are going to be like, well, we got really good creative and we're going to do a lot of testing. We're really regimented in what we do and they do all this stuff. And the business owners hearing, this is the same exact pitch I've gotten 12 times. And then you come in with a, I've got a system and a process of full accountability and transparency. And what we're going to do is evaluate your assets to understand where we're going to have the highest confidence to place your investments in for good return. And then once we have high confidence, we're going to be able to move forward and evaluate which decisions we want to make to solve the problems that are going to move the business forward in the most significant ways. So we get incremental gains over time. Yeah. And from there, we're going to bring you consistent customers at ever-increasing volume and greater efficiency so we can build the back end of the business to make a healthier either top line or bottom line growth. Whatever it is that is, is your goal, because that means we both win. Who yeah. do you think is going to get the fucking business? Like, Also, who's, the, who's a better human being that gets to sleep at night? Right? Yeah. I'd much rather go to somebody and say, look, I don't know what ad right now is going to build your business to be a six-figure, seven-figure brand. I don't okay. know. Yeah. 99% of the people pitching to you are telling you that they know. They don't even know your customer's name. They don't know how many customers you have. They don't know what your annual recurring revenue is. They don't know what your cost of goods sold is. But mm -hmm. they're telling you that they already know the winning ad for you. Yeah. I'm not going to promise that. But what I can promise you is I know how the ecosystem works. I have a framework in place that has proven to deliver winning ads. And by the way, this is the, how a winning ad works when it has other winning ads in it so mm -hmm. that you don't make the employee of the month 
work 17 times as hard as he needs to work. Yeah, absolutely. And when you can have conversations with business owners that never use the word campaign, ad set, audience, hack, test, like if you can get rid of all of these buzzwords and you're talking to them about confidence, assets, investment, incrementality, growth, that means you're a business person talking to a business person and you respect their bottom line and your solution is to approach this with something that we all learned is valuable in fifth grade, the scientific method. Yeah. And I mean, as an agency guy, I, I, I love that that helps you in, in the cause. And I'm sure like the, I, I would hope that maybe your phone calls with these clients, either A, they're a lot shorter or B, they're a lot happier because. Yeah. I mean, look, it, it's a testament, right? To I'll, I'll share a story about one client, right? Okay. So there's a client like who new, new startup, they are an aggregator of kite surfing experiences across the world. And customer comes, client comes, he set this up for an automation, right? People can book. They can find people to book with. Everything is seamless. Now we start running some ads for them using Golden Bear, using dynamic creative testing. Now we got a few winners improving ground for them. And the customer comes to me on the next weekly call with him. And he goes, yo, I feel the effects of these ads. But I have another problem, which is I set this up to be automated. And now there's so much inquiry that I'm all day stuck on it. And the goal, right, of business is to not work harder. It's to work smarter with less stress and more success. So it's, it's everything that you've shared that's in the curriculum and outside the curriculum, which is, all right, well, how can we have some chatbots? How can we have another way to integrate the suite of tools within the Facebook arsenal like Messenger? And hey, you're getting a lot of DMs. We can fix that issue. Yeah. And, and the cost of doing that is zero because we're a partner <laughs> In just solving problems. Yeah. And so now you are a business solution provider and a partner in their success. Yeah. Who doesn't want to hire that for probably less than your work? Right. No. And it's okay. You can either hire us for a fraction of the cost of what a director of your department is going to charge you. Mind you, your director is going to jump around after 12 to 18 months because he's climbing a corporate, he or she's climbing a corporate ladder. Sure. And then on top of that, they're going to have to go hire an agency anyways. Yeah. It's just, we're here, right? We're going to solve any problem that comes across digital marketing. And and I think it's what you, what you preach early on, right? Which is we got to help simplify the ad account, make it efficient. And then the next step is let's help these business owners improve their business model. Yeah. Because that's where the real driving engine is. Absolutely. Is a good integration to your business. But I think something that you said that, I loved was if your business needs Facebook ads to survive, it's not a business, right? <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Where now what I'll, what I'll, what I'll post to, to some startups or some direct consumer brands that feel that they need Facebook is all right. You might need Facebook now. That's cool. Let's work on a 90 day plan to get you off of the addiction to Facebook ads. Yeah. We'll need them, but let's work on other mediums, other channels, other communication methods to reach your customers because someone's already bought three times from you. We don't need to serve them an ad to buy a fourth time. Sure. Yeah. And I love it. And, and it, I, 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 I smiled and laughed when you said it. Cause I mean, that's really like the last course of the program is the 90 day plan. Like, what are you going to do? 
Yeah. What does the next 30 days look like? What's the next 60? What's the next 90? And not just like, well, we're going to test this. We're going to test this. But like, what do you want your business to be? Like, are you going from single purchase to subscription? Do you want to have to hire a customer service team in the Philippines? Like, what does success look like? What are the two or three things that are really important? And how do we make sure that every decision we're making today accomplishes that goal? Or every bright idea that you have that doesn't, we document and then put on the shelf for a time when it's appropriate. Because right. we're running businesses. You know, we're not, we're not trying to make the Facebook number look good so we can get a larger commission of your ad spend and we can hopefully return the money back to the salesperson while they bring in eight other clients that we can't service. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's... It's, it's surprising. Well, it's not surprising. It's disappointing. Like how many times you, you're, you're speaking to a business owner, you're speaking to a brand owner and they just have this sour taste because the guys on YouTube with Lamborghinis behind them convinced them of something. Right. And they just have this distrust and like, it, it's, it's weird to say, right. But like part of what I like, what I'm doing is one, it's helping business owners succeed. It, it's making everybody more money, which makes everybody more happy. But two, it's helping repair the bad taste that digital marketing has left in somebody's mouth because it was a poor digital marketing experience. Yeah. I mean, and the appreciation. Yeah. And the appreciation now I have for my other digital marketing counterparts is through the roof, right? Oh, yeah. Now, when I'm when I'm collaborating with, you know, copywriters, conversion copywriters, landing page builders. Tremendous amount of respect for these individuals and understanding that, look, I'm just half a battle. Yeah. I know that the creative's got to be good. I know the content's got to be good. I know the copy on the landing page got to be good. I'm, I'm happy to, to fall and die based off of the actions the ad drives to the site. But once it's on the site, I, I can't look at a customer or a client and honestly look at them and say, yeah, well, you know, you had this, this traffic number. That's not, yeah. that's not ethical. That's not right. No. It's, now I'm like, look, I'm not even going to take your money until we, I can make the best open house sign strategy for you. But let's fix this house before we get some viewers to come because you're not going to get any good offers on this property. No, you're going to just spend a whole bunch of time and money letting everybody know you got a piece of shit on the market. Exactly. So it's now understanding that, hey, there's a lot more value that can be brought to these small to medium sized businesses. And the need doesn't have to be ads, ads, ads. Ads is a great solution, but it's only a piece of the puzzle. Right. So understanding these other elements that can be tapped into and are needed to tap into, but understanding that there's a confidence where the ads are taken care of. Yeah. And once the ads are taken care of and you start treating customers, one of the things that I love and that we've talked about it too is once you start bringing in consistent types of customers, like I use this analogy a lot of like, I've got a car dealership and I'm going to try to sell sports cars, minivans, sedans, all sorts of stuff. But once I realize eight out of 10, what I really do, I'm really good at writing an ad to sell a minivan. So if eight out of 10 of the customers are minivan buyers, what am I going to do on my back end is I'm going to focus on that minivan buyer, how to get them to buy two or three more. And then my business two or three X is on 80% of my data set and I'm scaling. I don't have to deal with the problem of three different things I'm doing poorly. I found what is it the thing that the way that I do it, the way that I talk, the way that I run my business, the way that I communicate, the way that I do things that's honest to me. What's the way to be successful in that way? And, you know, there's a lot of chatter about Apple killed small to medium businesses. And my response to that is, well, not if your business is good. 
And if you use Facebook properly, people are making a ton of money. Like you're going to do very well when everybody's saying the, the world is on fire. You're like, I'm, I'm solid. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Hottest take of 2021. iOS 14 didn't ruin marketing for small businesses. It put the scammers out of business. That's what 21 did. Yeah. iOS 14. Because if you look online, the only people complaining about iOS 14 are the people that aren't able to keep up with the changes. And they were just abusing a very efficient market like Facebook and the saturation, the competition caught up to them. And now they can't force feed those bad ads down someone's throat. I, I promise to everybody, I didn't pay you to say those types of things, but like that's no, no, just, like I'm I'm one thing I did when I became like full time in, in, in my January sort of expedition into entrepreneurship, freelance and eventually agency now was I committed to daily posting on LinkedIn, which one, you just get to see the type of noise that people are putting out there. And when you're seeing these people, it's just like, yeah, but what, what what's your strategy? Well, customer's website has a 3% conversion rate and they're getting 10,000 hits a month. What if I bumped a traffic campaign, got a link click at a dollar a link click, mind you, they're not calculating landing page views. So the bounce rate's crazy. And then I'll add a layer to that where they think that the Facebook system is optimizing for buyers. When you're using a traffic campaign, you're just, you're optimizing for a bunch of window shoppers, right? So it's, it's, you're just seeing that noise and you're like, well, yeah, but everyone else was actually a thought leader and has some other great ideas. They stopped talking about iOS 14 the week iOS 14 rolled out. Everybody, right, regardless of good, bad, extreme novice, everyone went through a two-week adjustment, right? Sure. How we measure? We got to just adapt. It's way fuzzier. It's way grayer. We got to adapt the measurement. But there was still confidence in the strategies. It's just measurement was affected. So... That's that that for me was a dead giveaway of what iOS 14 did. It just purged the scammers. Yeah. And it's like I've been I've been talking about this a lot. This is the third big purge that I've seen in Facebook. You know, the first one was at the implementation of the pixel, and people were like uh, were terrified to not use Facebook as a traffic source. And then when we implemented when the disruptor group put out the power five and CBO and stuff, there were so many people that avoided it. But I can't tell you how many people got into advertising in 2018 and 2019 that are making a quarter million, a million dollars a year now. Like it democratized access in a way because it made it easier and easier and easier to be successful. And we're going to see that again. Here's the biggest change that I've noticed. Every purge event, the market cap for Facebook spend nearly doubled within 24 months. Like that is insane. And there's absolutely no reason. I, I think the next two or three years and a lot of the Facebook disruptors that I talk to, we're all confident that the next two or three years is going to be one of the biggest booms that we've seen probably since 2016. And it's going to be great. Like, I'm, I'm stoked, you know? Um, well, I know we've been talking about a lot of this stuff and I, and I appreciate it. One of the two, two questions I had was for you is just, what was your favorite part about the program or what are the, some of the things that you got out of it that like, if you could have told yourself before when you were kind of, if you're on the fence or something, just there's a lot of people out there that are probably watching it this at some point in time. And they're like, that sounds great. But like, you know what I'm saying? Just what yeah. did you enjoy most out of this experience? 
I'd say what I, what I would enjoy most, what I enjoyed most about this, right, is that the what, the how, and the why are explained. Where a lot of times when you're taking these courses, they'll, they'll, they'll talk about the what, they'll talk about the why, but the how is like the secret sauce that's in the back corner of the kitchen in a vault only two dudes know about it, right? Like that's the secret sauce. Secret sauce is given to you on day one. And honestly, it's not even hidden from you before day one. I'd say to anyone who's got an objection on signing up, just keep watching Charlie's free organic content. You'll come around eventually. <laughs> like the organic content's valuable enough where if someone is discovering this video for the first time, I would tell them, don't sign up for the course. Like just get in on the library. That's on YouTube, on Instagram Reels, follow them on Twitter, digest that stuff before you even get involved in the course. The course is great, but I wouldn't say the course is an entry-level course for somebody. Um, they got to be willing, able, and already educated to a certain level. And I think if someone starts off with your organic content and they've gone through that content, they're so ready for the course. And like you mentioned it earlier, but I ROI'd my investment in this course in like 14 days from the course. <laughs> which yeah results not typical not everybody will lose 47 pounds in three days but yeah it does happen yeah like that was just wild to me where the one thing i knew from that validation was one the confidence i had back in 2018 was restored in myself mm -hmm. or two it was okay i got documentation to show that shows the methodology which was for me a challenge in my early pitching days on the on the entrepreneurial route which is how do I connect with a business owner, right? You're trying to flex that you know your stuff, so you're using the lingo. They don't understand. They don't care, right? They don't understand. They don't care. So it's, it's being able to show them in a documented way, here's the process. Here's how we're going to make decisions. This is why we're going to make decisions. And I think your course was honestly the best investment I've made in the last year and a half. And, and that's on crypto markets, right? <laughs> best investment i made during the crypto bull rally i'll take that as a ringing endorsement i wish i had another question i probably did my mind just went blank though i'll take better investment than crypto that's that's going to be the the yeah <laughs> i love it man well look i i really appreciate it um I don't know if there's anything else that you'd like to go into or any other thing that you want to mention, but I'll, I'll leave the, the floor to you. You know, if you want to say anything else, if there's any words you have to say for folks or make sure people can find out how to get to you or how to contact you if you want them to or to whatever it is, man, let me, I'll, I'll leave the floor to you and let you kind of take us out. Yeah. To anyone who is experienced, has experience in paid media, I suggest you digest all of Charlie's organic content. And then when you're ready, willing, and able sign up for the course if you're just getting started, you know, go to Facebook. They have a great blueprint course to figure out the basics. From there, look at some organic content. And from there, when you're willing, ready, and able, get the course under your belt. Um, that's my advice for people, whether they're coming with experience, coming with no experience, but they want to get in on this gold rush opportunity. I think everyone should have the capabilities to be a digital marketer. All you need is some laptops, some Wi-Fi, and you're good to go. Um, and in terms of anyone wants to reach out, stay connected with me. Um, I'm active on LinkedIn. My name is Alexander Ferenzi. Last name's Bill of a Challenge. So F-E-R-E, -E, N like Nancy, C like Charlie, Z like Zebra, I. Uh, I post daily content there. Um, and I'd say just one more, I guess, because I forgot to include this in, in the earlier rant. 
one thing besides the what, how, and why that's great about the, the classes with Charlie is the story time, right? The actual real life examples that put the proof in the pudding, so to speak, where we got all this data, we're talking about the strategy, we're going through the formation of that, but being able to actually have a story that we can later digest and that we can later share again, not as our own story, but hey, an example of this would be X, Y, and Z, right? Mm -hmm. Being able to really bring that story to life through your past experiences is something that a lot of people don't do. Well, thank you so much. Yeah, I love this story stuff, you know, being in the business for nearly a decade and spending, you know, at least a quarter billion dollars. I was looking at some screenshots of some ad accounts and there's a couple hundred million I forgot about. So like, it's, it's obnoxious. Uh, you get in some crazy situations. I, I took a screenshot of what I had done since 2018 and the biggest ad account was 159 million. I was one of them. And I was just like, I got to readjust my numbers at some point. I got to refactor this stuff. But you can learn all these things, right? And you get to help people out. And I think that that's, that's the be most beautiful thing, man. I, I really appreciate it. I know it's late in Miami. You're living the good life down there. And um, I really appreciate it, man. And I'm, I'm super stoked. And I know that, like, I hope to see you in more classes even afterwards because you're part of the alumni groups. So you can come to any of the classes any of the time. And, um, you know, I'll get you in the Slack group and see your classes there. And yeah. just for those that come in, hey, you know, Alex will be in there. You can join in uh, and you can be like, hey, Alex, you said this thing, help me out. And I, yeah. you know, that's what the group is. I love, I love that there's a WhatsApp group with- I was about to say, yeah, I was gonna say like the, not only is Charlie great- I just found out about this today. Like yeah, you just not, told me. Not only is Charlie great as a human being, but Charlie's course curriculum is amazing but also the people that he fosters in a community. Cause one, everyone who's in the community is kind of on the same page where we digested this organic content and eventually it's time to pull the trigger and just buy, right? So everyone buys and then you're just in a group where everyone's committed, everyone's tracking the course and everyone's willing to help each other cause everyone's got strength and weaknesses in other areas to the point where there's a Facebook group, there's a Slack and for all the Euro guys, there's a WhatsApp now. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, it's fun. I'm thinking we're going to have to get a clubhouse at some point going, I don't know how many different social media accounts we could have groups on, but the more the merrier. Right on, man. I mean, it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. Well, I really appreciate it, man. I, I know it's getting late there. It's almost football time. So I'm, I got to get my bets in. I think I'm going to take the over tonight and just hope for points. And, uh, I will talk to you later, man. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Of course. Always. All right.